Jesus Christ is coming. At any moment, we may find ourselves in eternity. In the next to the last book of the Bible, we are given principles that will help us live in the last days. Join Scott Pauley now as we study the book of Jude together. The battle is hot. The enemy is, is fighting. The fiery darts of the wicked one are whizzing all around you. You're on the front lines, my friend. You're engaged in spiritual warfare today. Here are some things you need to remember. First of all, you must remember who the devil is. We're studying the book of Jude right now, and the Bible says that Michael the archangel was contending with the devil. Well, who is the devil? The devil is the Lord's enemy. It's not just your devil. It's the enemy of God. As a matter of fact, it was Martin Luther that said, always remember that even the devil is God's devil. <laughs> what does he mean by that? Remember who the devil is. He's the enemy of all that is right. And remember that God is greater. So it brings us to a second truth today. Not only should we remember who the devil is, we must always remember who we are. Who are we? We are servants totally dependent on the master. Did it ever dawn on you who it was that was contending with the devil in Jude 9? It's Michael, the archangel. Now, there's only a couple of angels given by name in Scripture. Gabriel's one, and Michael's the other. Michael is here identified as the archangel. Do you know what the archangel is? That's the highest order of angel. As a matter of fact, think of this. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16, it is the archangel whose voice will announce the coming of Jesus Christ. What a privilege. You're going to hear the voice of the archangel someday. He's going to have the, the distinct honor of announcing the coming of Christ for His church. Now think of this. Even that angel was no match for the devil. You would think Michael the archangel would be powerful enough to handle Satan. You would think Michael the archangel could certainly win this dispute. I mean, certainly anyone who can announce the coming of Christ would be a good enough speaker to win this argument. And yet, notice that even the Mike, Michael the archangel, when he contended with the devil about the body of Moses, the Bible says he durst not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke thee. By the way, that's the only conversation you should ever have with the devil. The Lord rebuke thee. In other words, you're not powerful enough to handle the devil on your own. You need God. Remember that you are simply the Lord's messenger, the Lord's servant. That's how this book began. Remember Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ? Well, not only is that true of Jude, that's also true of even Michael the archangel. He's just the servant of Jesus Christ. And if it's true of Jude and of Michael, it's true of me and it's true of you. We are servants and servants are totally dependent on their master. I think it's an interesting word here that's used. He said he durst not bring against him a railing accusation. Accusation. Remember, one of Satan's names is he's referred to as the accuser of the brethren. Don't get down in the mud with the devil. You, you can't win an argument with the wicked one. You can't outwit the devil. So no accusation against the accuser is going to be enough. You need the Lord. In 2 Peter chapter 2, uh, we read really a parallel account to this. If you'd like to read and study more about uh, this, this same subject, well, cross-reference Jude and 2 Peter. 2 Peter chapter 2, 
uh, speaks of this same thing. And it says in verse 11, Whereas angels, which are greater in power and might, bring not railing accusation against them before the Lord. In other words, even the angels know the only real power is the power of God. Let me tell you where we get in trouble in this battle. We get in trouble in this battle when we start depending on our own resources. When we start thinking, I can handle this. I can deal with this devil. I can, I can win this thing. Oh, let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. Let's go back to 1 Peter for just a moment. To 1 Peter chapter number 5. Because in 1 Peter 5, we're warned about pride. The Bible says in verse 5, Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another, and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud, and giveth grace unto the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that He may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon Him, for He careth for you. And guess what the next verse is? Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary the devil... As a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Did you notice the context of being sober and being vigilant and watching out for your adversary the devil was dealing with the pride in our own heart? You see, one of the ways that Satan gets the advantage of us, one of his devices is our own pride. It's our own self-will. It's, it's the idea that we can handle these burdens on our own. Pride says that you care more or that you are stronger than God is. Friend, God cares for you. And the Lord alone is able to help you deal with whatever you're dealing with today. No, my friend, you're, you're not able. You're not capable. But God is. Remember, greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. You're going to have to deal with the devil. He is a lion. What's a lion? A carnivore, one who eats flesh. That's very appropriate, isn't it? The devil's always feeding on our flesh. And lions move undercover, and they come to devour, literally to, to, to swallow up, to drink up, to make to disappear. Oh, my friend, the devil wants you. My pastor used to say that the devil's like a lion that'll walk past the cage door of your life a thousand days to find it cracked open once. He'll walk in circles. He, he's looking for something, for someone. Don't let the devil get the advantage of you today. Don't let the, the adversary have you today. In the words of Jesus to Simon Peter, Satan has desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I love this. Jesus said, but I've prayed for you. Yes, the devil's real. He is real. But he's not all wise. He's not all powerful. And he's not all present. Your God is all-wise, all-powerful, and all-present. Don't spend your time concentrating on the devil. Spend your time concentrating on the God who is greater than the devil, and you will discover that you'll have all that you need to overcome the wicked one. But in the midst of it all, you must remember who you are. You are totally dependent on the Master. With that in mind, let me take you to a portion of Scripture that we don't go to very often. In the Old Testament, I think it is one of the most amazing illustrations of this truth I could give you. It's found in Zechariah, Zechariah chapter 3 and verse number 1, where the Bible says, And he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. <laughs> Look, even the high priest had the devil against him, the devil in his face. You see, every time the Lord is working, the devil pops his ugly head up. Notice where he's standing. He's standing at his right hand. 
in a courtroom, who stands at the right hand? The prosecutor does. Uh, the one who comes to accuse does. And uh, that's exactly what the devil's doing here. He's accusing the high priest to God. But then the defense attorney stands up. Praise God for our advocate, the Lord Jesus. Zechariah 3 verse 2 says, And the Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuke thee, O Satan. Doesn't that sound familiar? The Lord rebuke thee. The Lord rebuke thee, O Satan. Even the Lord that hath chosen Jerusalem rebuke thee. Is not this a brand plucked out of the fire? In other words, he doesn't say the high priest is even anything. He just says the Lord is everything. And I want to say to you, when the accuser comes along and starts battling you and arguing with you and accusing you, don't try to make your defense to him. No, just point to Jesus. You're a brand plucked out of the fire. You are one spared by the mercy of Jesus Christ. You are nothing, but Christ is everything. And he's able today to help you as you contend with the devil. On the edge of eternity, what matters most is knowing Christ and living for Him. For more information and additional Bible studies, visit us online at scottpauley.org. Thank you for enjoying the journey with us as we travel through the Word of God.